Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're getting ready for the Super Bowl on Sunday. We're talking about it with you. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're also talking about our conversation with our new head football coach and Raheem Morris. New general manager, I say new, but he's been here, and Terry Fontenot was the first time we've had a chance to talk to Terry, and literally, I think, before the season began last season, uh, last year, Mike, and he sat down yesterday with us, more on that conversation coming up, but uh, we've been chopping it up a lot today, and, and a lot of Falcon fans, as we said, some of you, all right, we just have to learn to trust Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot and give them a chance to succeed, which is part of this conversation. We're going to get back into that coming up. Thomas Dimitrov is going to join us in about 20 minutes, former Falcons general manager. He is also with uh, Sumer Sports, and our next guest is as well as Eric Ager, who is the VP for Sumer Sports, NFL Advanced Metrics and Analytics. And, Mike, we talk a lot about analytics as the season moves around and, and, you know, we go through the season. People talk about Dan Campbell's decisions, right, right? in that NFC Championship game and did it cost the Lions. And Eric joins us right now on the WaitForward.com hotline. Eric, appreciate the time. I guess the first thing for me is how much has analytics changed the league? Because we see it week in and week out where these coaches go to their cards now, right? And if it doesn't say, hey, go forward or kick it, a lot of times they're just going with what the card says, and it's a lot more of that now than it is the feel that maybe it used to be. Yeah, for sure. It's changed the league incredibly. I mean, in 2016, which I know is a big season, you know, Atlanta's, uh, you know, uh, team's hearts, it's like there were no NFL teams that went for fourth down more than 50% of the time when the, when the cards told them to. And in, in like five or six short seasons, more than half of the NFL teams now do, right? So they're all shifting towards that. Dan Campbell has kind of been the, the leader of that. He added 1.04 wins to the Detroit Lions team through fourth down decisions, through two-point conversion decisions. Uh, and that took them, obviously, from not winning a playoff game all the way back to 1991 uh, until just now. Uh, he's really pushed the envelope there, but there are other places. You know, the team that's in the Super Bowl this year, the San Francisco 49ers, they've basically doubled the league average motion rate uh, as well as shifts rate and things like that. So analytics have basically shown where a lot of the edges are, play action, going forward and forth down. And it's been a slow evolution, and we still have a lot of these discussions. But make no mistakes, the NFL teams are doing uh, what the numbers say. It gives them a better chance to win more frequently than they were in the past. I mean, you know, motion is part of football, though. I mean, so just a matter of the teams that are using more motion, that's how you quantify that they're having more success? Yeah, exactly. So we would say, you know, when I was at PFF, for example, we would say, well, when you run play-action passes, those are twice as effective as not running play-action passes. So teams were running play-action like 15% of the time, and a team like Kyle Shanahan, as you remember, in the 16th Super Bowl year with the Falcons, was running it maybe twice as much as that. Now all the teams are running it at that level, and the Niners are running it at, a, at an even higher clip. Uh, you know, motion was second to, the, to come to the fruition on that 
uh, and then fourth downs are now uh, you know, sort of the next frontier in that area. So, yeah, they're all things that have been a part of football forever, and the numbers have just been able you know, to, to make us more aware of how valuable some of these parts of you know, football have been, much like in baseball and basketball where the three-point shot has been part of basketball for decades, but people now are just thinking, hey, actually, if you shoot more of them, you're more likely to win. Uh, Eric, what's the biggest trend that you see? Uh, what is the biggest trend from all these numbers and analytics that you guys look at? Again, it's Eric Ager. He is with Sumer Sports Guys, and this is what they do. Uh, he's the VP, NFL Advanced Metrics and Analyst uh, Analytics. What's the biggest trend? To me, to me, the biggest trend is on the defensive side of the ball of late, which is to limit big plays. And we've seen a number of teams go to more what are called like two high shells, uh, which, you know, back in the day it was the, called the Tampa two defense. It's even, it's even worse now where teams will play two safeties deep. They'll play six men in the box and they'll basically invite uh, offenses to run the football and, and throw shorter passes and, and avoid big plays. And we see a, a real big decrease in big plays. Uh, teams are just as good at picking up first downs as they've always been. And Kansas City is a huge example where they're basically middle of the pack in the NFL and giving up first downs. But they're second in the NFL in scoring defense. So they're able to basically make an offense cross the street a million times and, and, and bet on them getting hit by a car <laughs> once as opposed to you know taking one giant leap across the street, uh, which is kind of how defenses were before. Defenses don't really care about forcing three and outs as much as they, they care about kind of bleeding the clock a little bit uh, and allowing, you know, giving up field goals or even just long drives that end up in a punt. That has been kind of the way teams have responded to Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and these, these turbo quarterbacks. Uh, and the one big thing in why scoring was down this year was these defenses have actually gotten better at defending the run with fewer men in the box. And that has created uh, a surplus. You saw it in, in Atlanta this year with Calais Campbell, uh, on Yamada as well, where these interior defensive linemen are becoming uh, some of the most valuable players on defenses, where in the past they, become, they were more of afterthoughts relative to the edge players you know, rushing off of the defensive end and outside linebacker spots. Hmm. Eric, you know, I know that uh, it, it really is the, the, the way of the world now in sports. To me, you know, baseball, because there's such a larger sample size, it sounds so much more applicable. Sometimes, you know, and I'm not, I understand you got to evolve or you get left in the dust, but it just seems like sometimes you're trying to shoehorn it. For instance, there's what's, is there any kind of, uh, I don't know, metric for momentum, which was the case in the NFC Championship game where, you know, even though the analytics said to go for it on the fourth and short the field goal makes it a three-possession game and takes the crowd out, and you've got a six-minute, you know, between the TV timeout and kickoff, you're stopping the other team in its tracks. I just wonder, is there any allowance for that kind of human element into the equation? Oh, sure. I think there, I think there is. And, and to your point about baseball, you're absolutely right. I mean, analytics are more effective in baseball because you can turn the crank and play 162 games out. The Ravens, for example, in 2019, they were hitting, you know, fourth downs at an incredible clip. And then they miss two of them against the Titans, and all of a sudden they're the one seed that loses to the sixth seed in the in the playoffs, and their their year is over, even though they were doing everything analytically sound. So I get what you're saying, and to me it's it's about playing the long game in a in a game of football that's a short game. So uh, it, it's not going to be as effective because of the sample sizes are smaller. In the case of the Lions, I think I I agree with you in the sense that momentum's hard to quantify, and so it's hard to define uh, because of it, and. and and I think in that sense, I think Dan Campbell's looking at it and saying, look, we built the best offensive line in all of football. We, we empowered Jared Goff to be who he is as a first-round pick who is left for dust. You're good enough for Detroit. 
uh, Josh Reynolds, similarly a cast off wide receiver, et cetera, et cetera. I think that if you empower that team to be a fourth down team the whole year, and then in the biggest game of many of their lives, you decide to trot on a kicker that you signed in December and who never attempted an outdoor field goal until that game that year. That to me is, is sort of also what, what is part of the consideration where why do you trust us all 20 games before this and don't trust us in that game? So I think that that's the other side of it. And, and that probably is what is going through Dan Campbell's mind where he's like, yes, let's go for it here. Interesting stuff. Eric, uh, we got to get you back on, man, because this is, this is where we're at now. Um, and we're living in this. I'm talking about everybody that loves the NFL. And we always question these decisions. A lot of it comes back to the metrics and, and analytics that you guys do. Eric Agar, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. Take care. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 